Sometimes men's health means that you got to get a finger in your ass from your doctor. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. In this episode, I wanted to talk to y'all about men's health, my personal experience with this topic. And at the end, if we have time, or rather, if you have time, I'd like to tell you a little bit of a story as it relates to men's health and more specifically my health. So what is men's health? It's kind of been a hot topic lately. And I wanted to talk about men's mental health, not get too into physical health because I'm not, and I'll say I'm not an expert on either of these things, but I feel like any man around my age, I'm 30 now, God, could relate to this and probably have some insight about men's mental health. But for the most part, I think it's important because it is still stigmatized to talk about your feelings and such, though I don't think that you should go talking about your feelings to absolutely everyone. I think it's important that you have a circle of friends that are men that you trust and that each of you can feel comfortable talking to each other about the stuff that's on your mind that weighs on you that is you know making you unhappy so to speak and like i said men's health isn't just men's mental health or physical health they're kind of tied together obviously if your mind isn't right your physical health will also suffer and vice versa if your physical health isn't isn't right your mental health isn't going to be great either and it also depends on how what your perception is about both of these things. So if you perceive your physical health and mental health to be worse than they actually are, then it might play a role in how you identify or how you feel like your mental health is doing, right? But I think, for one, it comes down to pressure for men. There's often pressure or, I guess, burden the burden of performance, right? Like, for example, in, in dating... Men have to or are expected to like, you know, pay for the first meal or, you know, always pick the girl up, etc. And women don't exactly have that burden of performance like men do in most cases, of course. And I can only speak for my personal experience. But there are obviously several things that you can do to change these things or at least have some positive effect so that your mental and physical health don't suffer, obviously. For starters, right, you need to take charge, take responsibility for what you are doing or not doing. And there's definitely some books and materials that can help you with that. Namely, The Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin is a really good book for this, for understanding what ownership looks like. Another great book is Discipline Equals Freedom Training Manual, which not only has the pathway or rubrics, if you will, or building blocks, whichever way you want to put it, of self-discipline. It also has a bunch of exercises and workouts if you are into that kind of thing or are looking to either expand your repertoire of exercises and workout routines or you are just a newcomer to training and fitness. It has some great workouts built into the book, um, as you'll see if you purchase this book or read any reviews about it. But... Not everybody has that mental resolve, which you can learn through books and stuff like that. I consider myself pretty lucky because I have learned to have that mental resolve, whether that's from 
my upbringing or how I was raised or the experiences that I've faced throughout my life, but some people aren't as lucky. And I wanted to touch on this very briefly, though it's not something that should be taken lightly, and that's the topic of suicide, right? And just some stats for you real quickly, according to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, in 2019, the suicide rates were higher among adults ages 45 to 54 years old, 19.6 per 100,000 people, and between ages 55 to 64 years old, which was 19.4 per 100,000 people. And like I said before, I consider myself lucky because I have not been in a position where I wanted to take my life, but I have known people who have been in that situation in the past, and I have friends who have been unlucky enough to have their loved ones take their own lives, which is very unfortunate, and I think that we need to acknowledge that those people make the ultimate choice and we should respect them for that but also the pain and suffering doesn't end there right it's kind of dispersed amongst family and it just kind of continues for essentially forever i guess you just kind of learn to deal with it and cope with it as as you will but i do want to say that there is always a way to resolve your problems that doesn't involve you taking your life there's plenty of resources out there. I will link some in the description of the episode here and make sure that they work, like the links work. I'll make sure to keep updating it that you can use to help yourself or send them to a friend in need if they are suffering, essentially. How that relates to men's health is that the rate of suicide is highest in adult men middle-aged white men to be precise and in 2019 and this is all from the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention you can look this up on your own time and I'll leave links to, to this information in the description but in 2019 men died by suicide 3.63 times as often as women so that's pretty significant White males accounted for 69.38% of suicide deaths in 2019. And yeah, that's pretty significant. And that's why I wanted to kind of bring a little bit of, not shed light because I'm not the only person doing this, but I just wanted to bring up this topic because it's pretty important to me and it should be important to you because suicide is nothing to joke about and it's nothing that we shouldn't take seriously. But anyways... On to story time. Speaking of men's health, I haven't been feeling as great in health as I normally do. For one, I was recently diagnosed with COVID and I've been feeling really under the weather, which is unfortunate for two reasons, because I felt sick about a week before, like a week before Christmas. I felt awful, like really sick and I couldn't really do anything. And then come this week right after Christmas I started getting a fever nausea and stomach pain and then I got tested and it turns out that I have COVID which is unfortunate but I've been doing my best to stay hydrated and drink water hydrate or die you know what I'm saying but another 
something relative to men's health, which is sometimes uncomfortable to talk about, is the fact that sometimes in order to make sure that your health is in order as a man and as a woman too, this can happen to women, but it's more common for men because we have prostates. You know, you know where exactly where I'm t- what I'm talking about is you may have to get a finger up the butt sometimes. So as a preface here, this gets kind of graphic, so feel free to tune out at this point or, you know, keep listening because it's probably going to be a fun story for you. So recently I went to the doctors because I was having problems with my stomach. You can use your imagination to figure out kind of what that means. When I lived in Massachusetts, I had a different doctor, so it was kind of getting taken care of on that end. And then I moved to Virginia. Now I have a military doctor and the records haven't been shared as to the extent of my stomach issues with my new provider. So I went in and had expressed some discomfort. By the way, this was the first time I met this doctor. I had seen another doctor previously because I've had had something wrong with my foot. And uh, this doctor was like, yep, absolutely. You know, asked me a bunch of questions and then proceeded to tell me what my options were. And at one point he described a digital exam, which in my mind I was like, oh, cool, computers, you know, digital. I'm going to put a camera in my ass. And which probably would have been better to the alternative. And so, you know, he kind of gave me a look, you know, hit me with a barrage of questions. And then at the end was like, okay, well, from this point, I think the next step is to, for us to do a digital exam. And by digital, I mean fingers. And then in my head, I was like, oh, fuck. I've seen far too many stand-up comedians talk about this, namely John Mulaney, about how he shit his pants when a doctor put a finger up his butt. And it should be noted that when I was younger, I had really hoped that I'd be dead by this point. And it's usually typically around age 40 where you have to have some kind of procedure like this. But here I am at 30 laying sideways on a hospital bed in the fetal position with my ass hanging out. And here comes this doctor and he's like, do you, do you need a chaperone for this procedure? And I said, absolutely not. I don't need any spectators for this show. I think I can manage by myself. (laughs) And I think it's just common procedure for them to ask about that or ask you if you need a chaperone in case you feel unsafe for whatever reason. But he was nice enough to ask and yeah, he's like, oh, I, I, I'll be right back. I have to grab something. And which I assumed only could, could only mean like, oh, hey, I gotta, I gotta get some lube for you, which he did. And yeah, it was really uncomfortable. And yeah, it was really uncomfortable. And after he was done, he kind of just like chucked a box of tissues at me and was like, clean yourself up. <laughs> no, no, he, he wasn't, he didn't say it like that, but He gave me tissues and he was like, oh, I'll be right back. You can take some time to clean yourself and get dressed. And then I did that. He came back and was like, well, it doesn't appear to be, there doesn't appear to be any problems with your ass. And if you have any further problems, please let us know. So after that, I kind of just made a big joke about it because obviously that's the way I cope with things. I just kind of make jokes. And I proceeded to make a remake, I should say, a cover of the movie Freddy Got Fingered and then share it on Facebook with my face on it. And I changed it to Marco got fingered at the doctor's office 
which got a lot of laugh reacts on Facebook from all my friends, which is great. You're welcome for, or you're welcome for providing some kind of uh, comedic relief to men's health problems as it pertains to their buttholes. And obviously it's not like my dad and I had talked about this, you know, or had a lengthy discussion about doctors probing, probing your anus. I think we talked about it maybe on one occasion. And he told me that they usually collect a pee sample, which thankfully they didn't need for me at that time. And I don't think I had to pee at this time, but go figure, you know, my doctor's a Navy officer. And the first time I met him, he put a finger in my ass. So there you have it. Sometimes men's health means that you got to get a finger in your ass from your doctor. That being said, y'all, I hope you take care of yourselves, take care of your health. Shout out to Stream Beats for providing the awesome music that I use in the background for this video and for this podcast. And until next time, y'all, be safe, take care, and I'll see you then. Peace.